Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. You're listening to Business Brunch, and on today's show we're talking to one of the three daughters who, together with mum and dad, help run a very successful family business. Snugbury's Ice Cream Limited have been trading for 34 years, and in the hot seat today we're pleased to welcome company director Kitty Sadler. Kitty, welcome to Business Brunch. Hello, hi. Kitty, not all children pick up the mantle and join the family business. However, that certainly isn't the case at Snugbury's, as uh, your two sisters, Hannah and Cleo, also joined the firm with you in 2015. So share with us what you were doing prior to 2015 uh, and why you chose to leave your job and move into the boardroom. So I started in 2015. Hannah and Cleo started slightly before that. Um, So Hannah, previously, she worked in sales in Sydney, Australia. Um, She was there for four years and she joined the business in 2013, I believe, 2012, 2013. Um, And Cleo, who's the youngest, she's now 26, um, she went off to Cordon Bleu. Um, and did a patisserie um, course there. And then after that, she went to Ballymaloo in Ireland, um, where she went and worked with Darina Allen and the Allen family. And then she came back. And then I joined in 2015. And in 2015, that's when um, we took on sole responsibility of Snugbury's. Our parents have completely stepped back, um, pretty much left us to it, actually, which is, uh, has been great, which has been really, really great. And um, yeah, sort of, uh, it's gone from there. I went to um, university and studied agriculture and business, and then went to go and work for Mournflake in their marketing and sales department. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really good, and, and we absolutely adore working together and um, wouldn't want to do it without each other, really. So you, you've had some marketing experience uh, working for Mournflake. Definitely. Um, They've been a fantastic, well, they were a fantastic company to work for. Um, It was only a small team there. It was myself and the um, marketing manager. But it was brilliant because I was involved in so many different aspects of the business from all their events, um, that they do all the food shows, um, to their packaging, um, and all the food tech behind that as well. So it was a really great way of learning and also working in a really nice environment as well. They're a really nice family-owned business. Um, so as well as learning a lot in terms of business, I also um, had a great time working with the, the Lee family. And did you think that you would always make that step into the boardroom or or, or was it something you discussed whilst you were working at, at Mournflake? Yeah, it's funny actually. So all three of us uh, never planned to go into the family business. It sort of wasn't forced upon us, um, that's for sure. Mum and dad are always like, if you want to, you know, there's an opening, but don't don't worry if you know if if it's not up up your street. So um, it wasn't until I went to university and I did the business um, and agricultural degree that I started getting interested in food. Um, I then got a placement with Mournflake um, and got really interested in food and thought, actually, no, this is this is the career path I want to take. And um, so it was really sort of a natural progression. It wasn't certainly something that I always saw myself going into. And I think um, I can speak the same for Cleo and Hannah. I don't think they ever saw themselves going into the family business. It sort of has just evolved. And um, yeah, it sort of just worked out in the end. 
I think it's terrific because like all parents, you know, you want to, to see your children fly and, and do the best. Uh, but the fact that you've all three of you have joined the family business must make them very pleased. Yeah, I think they are. I think sometimes, um, yeah, we, we go in for lunch in the house and things. I think sometimes it can be, you know, we're all on the same site and, um, you know, we're with each other. We socialise together. We live together. We work together. So it's, um, but we, we do we do love that. I mean, every now and again, you know, you have your ups and downs. But generally speaking, we all get on so, so well. And, um, yeah, really enjoy each other's company as, as well as working together. So, no, we're very, very fortunate. Well, that's most important. So, from very modest beginnings, Snugbury's Ice Cream Limited has grown considerably uh, and will soon be celebrating its 35th year in business. Kitty, yeah, you reminded me of that. <laughs> so, there's a, there's a party coming. Is there, is there? <laughs> I know, there should be, shouldn't there? <laughs> I would think so. Well, you will be celebrating your 35th year next year anyways. Kitty, share with us some of the major milestones that have helped contribute to the success of the business. Yeah, I was thinking about this, and actually, I don't know whether there is certain milestones. Snugbreeze has grown so organically and so naturally over the years. It's been just sort of a labour of love, really. I think an obvious one is, um, firstly, when mum and dad started in the kitchen and then moved to the barns in the courtyard and converted that into the ice cream parlour. And I guess another one is the straw sculpture, the first straw sculpture which we did, which was very rudimental and was essentially straw bales stacked on top of one another and made into people um, with an ice cream. So I, I, but overall, I'd say that Snuggerbreed has very much grown very organically and naturally. And um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's funny now uh, when you go out to the yard, there's people who have been coming since, you know, their grandparents are coming and they've been coming, they bring their kids and it's just lovely to see the new generations coming up. Um, but yeah, I'd say, to be honest, it's been very, very organic. And they, they always say about uh, in business, if you're dealing with the public, then the public needs to have an experience. It, it needs yeah. to be a journey. And you've certainly created that at Snugbury's, haven't you? Yeah, I think that's what people really like about it. I think we're, 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 we're very much, we're not a commercial site in terms of, um, you know, you can come up, you can come walk down to the bee, it's free, park for free, um, and come and enjoy an ice cream. And that's what we love about it. It's a really natural um, place to sit and enjoy your ice cream. You've got swallows darting around in the courtyard and there's big, uh, beautiful beech trees and oak trees. And we love that natural environment um, setting. Um, so yeah it's it's something that our parents have created and something that we certainly want to keep that ethos of Snugbreeze where it's very gentle and a relaxed environment even so you can't keep it exactly the same so how do you see it evolving to be honest I think it's really really key um, that we don't lose that natural organic setting we don't want to go down a very commercial route um because people love going out wandering down to the bee and enjoying ice cream or whatever store scotch we've got at the time so that element we don't ever ever want to lose we are so focused on the ice cream and developing flavors and creating something absolutely delicious for our customers to enjoy i think our focus will always be developing the ice cream focusing on the ice cream focusing on the ingredients because we make a lot of the ingredients in-house 
So really focusing on that and developing that rather than sort of developing the site, which I think a lot of people expect us to do. But we, we love Stugbreeze for what it is. And we are truly focused and love making ice cream. And, um, yeah, we will always, always be developing that and um, focusing on that. Today we're talking to Kitty Sadler from Snugbreeze Ice Cream. Uh, Kitty, you've come from a marketing background, so tell us how you've influenced marketing at Snugbreeze and what system you use to uh, continue to develop the the company profile. Yeah, um, I think, well, again, our parents have been always pretty good at marketing, so we were stepping into pretty large boots when we we took over the business. but I've, I think all three of us has always had a, quite a natural interest in marketing. And one key thing that has been so great for us is social media. Um, firstly, we, we love doing it. We, we'd never sort of um, take it out, out of the business um, and use an agency. We, we all, all three of us really enjoy doing it. Um, so social media is just great for us. It allows us to talk to our customers directly and tell them exactly what's going on, what's new, what's exciting. Um, so social media, yeah, we we, we really do um, focus on that with our marketing. Obviously, with our website and um, newsletters and we've got loyalty cards and things, that's um, another element um, that we have for our marketing. We don't do any print marketing um, we just never have um, and obviously we've got the straw sculptures as well so um, the first one we did when we uh, took over from our parents was um, Peter Rabbit that was a roaring success and the children loved it um, and then after that um, now we've got the bee and that's actually brilliant and I think the bees um, to this day is my favourite. Um, I've always got a bit of a passion for bees and, and so is Cleo. And we've got the beehive actually on the farm and um, we've grown wildflower strips down to the walk to the bee and every 50p of a, um, a chocolate shard we sell, 50p goes to um, the bumblebee conservation. So I, that is a, yeah, we, we, we love the marketing element and it's fun and our customers seem to enjoy it as well. And it's certainly a, a great way of getting feedback. Is is that is that something you do, or do people naturally give their opinion? Oh, absolutely. Um, our customers are brilliant at um, sort of giving us feedback, and we really do listen. And I think that's the great thing about social media. It's so instant and so interactive um, that we can, you know, on Facebook and things, people can message us and we can respond straight away if they've got a question or a, a query or, or, you know, they want to know what flavors we've got or anything like that. We can respond instantly. Um, so interacting with our customers through social media, we find um fantastic. Uh, Kitty, you've now been in business for 34 years, as I've said, uh, and you've always endeavoured to trade in in an environmentally friendly fashion. So share with us how this has impacted on the business. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we've got 200 solar panels, um, which works really, really well. Obviously, when we're uh, really busy, it's sunny and the solar panels are working really hard, which means the manufacturing is working really hard. So it's absolutely fantastic to have those solar panels pumping energy into the manufacturing. Um, we've also, we recycle our boxes and um, containers that we sterilize on site um, to recycle as much as we can. And recently we've introduced um, compostable tubs um, for all our scoop ice cream. Um, this, this is something we introduced um, fairly recently. Um, but we're looking at all the time as to ways we can be more environmentally friendly. Um, and 
Yeah, I think it's certainly, again, it's something that our parents put down, but certainly something that um, the three of us want to continue. It's interesting that going right back to, to the beginning, that your parents wanted to make it an environmentally friendly business. Yeah, I, they've just always been really passionate about the environment. Um, they're now retired and um, on the farm, they've planted um, a wildflower meadow for um, yeah, all the bugs and insects to thrive. So they've just always been so enthusiastic about the environment um, and to what car they drive that's environmentally friendly. So yeah, they, they've just always um, been that way inclined and, and, and that certainly rubbed off on us. And as you take the business forward, are you coming up with ideas for uh, more changes in that respect? Or do you get feedback from customers as to how you can be more environmentally friendly? Yeah, from customers, um, as well as we're always, I mean, always, always, always thinking as to what we can be doing, which is um, more um, environmentally friendly. Um, It's just, yeah, and, and, you know, our parents, even though they're not um, actively involved in the business, you know, they're always coming up with ideas on the sidelines and sort of feeding it back to us. And I think, yeah, it very, it, and originally, I think it was pretty hard for a business to be completely environmentally friendly. But as more products, like our compostable tubs, they weren't available, you know, years ago, or, you know, even a few years ago, they weren't available. But things are changing and products are becoming more available to businesses to Uh, be more responsible environmentally Um, and I think that is certainly something that we want to continue and always try and be better um, as a business. You're listening to a podcast from The Cat. Today we're talking to Kitty Sadler from Snugbury's Ice Cream in Nantwich. Uh, Kitty, protecting your corporate reputation is, is critical for the future success of the business so Share with us how you ensure that your products and customer service continue to exceed expectations. Yes, so we do a lot of training for our customer service with our um, team members here. We do regular training. I think we've always said that when people come to Snugbreeze, they expect a fantastic customer service. You know, it's, a, it's a lovely part of their day. They're coming out for an ice cream. And so they expect someone with a really big smile to give them some fantastic service so we are really key on um, training our staff to make sure that they um, provide a really nice service um, for our customers the product is obviously key we are nothing without fantastic ice cream so we go to huge lengths to make sure our ice cream is the best it possibly can be firstly people are surprised when they um, they find out that we use cream rather than milk as our main ingredient it's something we've done since converted well we we had Frisian cows and then we um we changed the herd to Jersey and obviously Jersey milk is very rich in cream so we then sold the herd um a few years ago and we've just stuck with using cream since and we think it gives the ice cream a fantastic body and texture so that's something you know we'll always continue to do uh, we also make a large number of ingredients that goes into our ice cream so we have a kitchen here on site which makes actually today we're making um brownie we can smell it in the office (laughs) Um, which is not a bad thing um but yeah we make all the brownies that goes into the chocolate brownie the pavlova the meringues that goes into the pavlova the sauces so we if we can't find a fantastic ingredient uh we make it on site and i think 
going that extra length really does make a difference to the quality of our ice cream. And I think that's what makes Snug Freeze Snug Freeze. And of course, uh, the perks of the job is tasting ice cream and we taste every batch um, that comes off the line to make sure it is up to um, our standard. Okay, selling food then is heavily regulated and um, you don't need me to tell you that and, and certainly adds another administrative layer to your business systems. So yes. could you tell us what you have to do to ensure that you meet the rigours of current legislation? Absolutely. Uh, legislation is getting tougher and tougher every year. We are STS accredited, um, which means that we have to follow very strict guidelines um, throughout the whole of the food chain from the product that we buy in to um, when making it and making sure it's all um, traceable um, to, to sending it out wholesale or retailing it. So, yeah, it's a large part of the job is the administration behind um, being STS accredited. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's part of the job. And, um, yeah, we, it, we've been doing it for, for many, many, many years now. And um, it's, it's become um, fairly routine. And rolling that out to the staff, obviously, is key, isn't it? To make sure they yeah, understand their, their obligations. Yeah, yeah so training um, is, is all part of the SDS accreditation. So, obviously, there's training involved in that and making sure um, every, the team knows exactly what processes and systems are in place and to be following uh, monthly checks and be writing codes down. I mean, the paperwork is vast, but um, it's, it's, it is part of the job. And whose job is that to bring it all together? Um, well, Cleo um, heads that up. So Cleo's head of production. Um, so that's, um, that's Cleo's uh, department. You're listening to Business Brunch. And today we're talking to Kitty Sadler from Snugbury's Ice Cream Limited. Uh, Kitty, coronavirus has certainly changed the face of business in the UK. Uh, so share with us how you've adapted to the current circumstances uh, and whether you will retain any of the changes that you've implemented. So, yeah, it has really been um, pretty awful, but I think that's the case for most businesses in the UK right now. Um, Who would have ever thought that we'd be in this scenario a year ago? We certainly, certainly didn't. Um, so we were shut from the 23rd of March and we opened up a couple of weeks ago, um, back open. And, um, yeah, I mean, our business has substantially changed since. Um, we... We've put in a drive-through. Well, before the drive-through, we put in. Uh, we started doing click and collect, where customers could come. They they put their order in online and then come and collect it. So we started with that, um, and then we put in a drive-through, which has just taken off um, amazingly well. Um, and then obviously we've got all the social distancing in place in the shop. So um, yeah, I mean it's it's completely changed our model of our business, putting the drive-through in and having the social distancing. But um, I think it's pretty challenging for um, most businesses at the moment. I think you've just got to try and make the best of a, of a pretty horrid situation. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we've done. So did you change any of the packaging? If people were doing click and collect, were you making bigger tubs of the, of the ice cream? Yeah, well, funnily enough, actually, um, we do sell a lot of take-home tubs, um, but we obviously we sell more scoop ice cream. But actually, over the last few months, our people have been um, have been buying way more take-home tubs than ever before. So, in terms of production and keeping up with um, the take-home tubs 
um, demand, um, as well as the social distancing in the manufacturing. It has been a bit of a challenge, but um, yeah, we've sort of um, we found sort of a, a balance now, and we're, we're getting through. So, but it's been really interesting how demand for the take-home tubs has really, really shot up. But um, yeah, it's 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 just a funny time, and um, we're we're certainly going to be keeping the drive-through because the the response and the feedback we've had from the drive-through and people enjoying it um, has been fantastic. So, yeah, that's certainly something that we're going to um, continue with. So has it instigated more boardroom meetings and a lot more discussion about how the business will function? Oh, totally. I mean, when we got shut down, um, I mean, it was like, well, you know, how on earth are we going to come back from back from this? And what are we going to put in place that makes it a safe environment um, where, you know, people, our customers are still safe when they come to us and, and make it work? So totally. I mean, we discussed so much over the lockdown. I mean, I can certainly say we weren't having a holiday. It was um yeah, it was a pretty intense time, but uh, we're really pleased with the decisions that we did make over that period, and we're, we're very pleased with um, the drive-through, and um, our customers seem to really, really love it. So that'll that'll be sure uh, we'll be sure to be keeping that. Well, I'm sure I speak for everybody in that we're, we're very pleased that Snugbridge is still trading. Oh, thank you very much. Um, no business can stand still. So uh, tell us what you have planned for the future of Snugbury's and to ensure that it continues to grow and increase its market share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the key thing for us, I think I mentioned before, is we we know that people come up here, our customers come up here because they want to get a really fantastic ice cream. And I think we've just got to be focused on the ice cream all the time, making it better, making it more um, fabulous flavors, making the experience uh, more enjoyable. So I think that is certainly where we want to be taking it, just making Snug Breeze an even better sort of destination, day out for um, all families to come and enjoy. So t- talk us through a new flavour then. Who would come up with the idea, yourselves or the staff? So, or? Yeah, Cleo, Cleo. Um, um, she's trained in. Um, she's a trained patisserie chef, and she went to the Ballymaloe Cookery School. So she it is her forte to be de- developing new flavours, um, and she is she's really good at it. So yeah, Cleo develops new flavours, and then she sort of brings them to us, and we all taste test them and see which one uh, we think our customers would enjoy the most. Um, so that's the sort of process. It's very much the three of us that decides what flavour we're going to bring out next, um, and then. Or sometimes we do ask our customers on social media and say what they'd like to see next. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's the fun part of the job. And do you, do you have a big tasting session with the staff? Yes, we do. Um, we, we do lots of tasting. We're always saying to our um, members of the team, you know, they can try them because they, they need to know what it tastes like to tell our customers uh, what it do. tastes like. So, yeah, um, yeah we're, we're absolutely always encouraging that. Kitty, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show today. And everybody at the CAT, uh, I'm sure, will join with me to, to wish you all the best for the future. And I'm sure you'll continue to grow and thrive and prosper. So before we finish, tell our listeners where they can find more information about Snugbury's ice cream. Yeah, so um, we've got our website, which is snugbreeze.co.uk, or um, follow us on Instagram um, or Facebook for the latest updates. And the telephone number? It's 01270 Kitty, thanks very much for joining us here at The Cat today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.